Do you know the Muffin Man? Muffin Man? Oh my God, I'm not doing this. <laughs> on this, you started it. <laughs> on this episode of the Paranormal Mind Podcast, we are going to be talking about the alleged true story of the Muffin Man. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Paranormal Mind Podcast. What's up, everybody? What is that? That's kind of weird. Let's try a different one. What's up, everybody? I'm just, I found more buttons on this. Mm -hmm. I could sound like this. What's, hmm. I can't sound like anything. You're fired. What? What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, I like that. Hey. <laughs> Do you know the muffin man? Jesus Christ. This is going off the All right, do it again. I'm going to do the whole podcast this way. All right. <laughs> Are you okay? If you could only hear it. Oh, y'all don't hear it. Oh my god. (laughs) So y'all just look like fools to the other people Uh, in the room. I know when we listen back, it's gonna be great. Wait a minute, wait a minute, is yours on? <laughs> Mine won't talk like that. <laughs> I don't know why it's yours. Dude, dude, right, I'm going to break protocol a little bit, and I'm going to let you listen to this. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> God. Alright, yeah. Dude. <laughs> this is my a new podcast voice. No, do it again. <laughs> I feel weird. This is awesome. Alright. <laughs> do you know the muffin man? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> this is very weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> Even my laugh moan sounds evil. Josh sounds like a hyena. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry for everybody that's listening. Mandy, get over here. I feel like I've heard it. This is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, This is funny. Hello. (laughs) Do you know the muffin man who lives on Drury Lane? <laughs> All right, so we have a friend, Dines Media. 
who uses like a real like the Squidward filter on Instagram stories sometimes, and it sounds like his voice. Okay. Oh my God, dude. That is the most hilarious thing. <laughs> you know what? Out of out of the entire soundboard thing, that I love that. <laughs> and we're glad you that you gotta that. do a what's up, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Go back. <laughs> what's up, everybody? No, you I can't do it though. Oh, oh man, I love this. Alright, is there another voice besides the chipmunk? <laughs> um What's up everybody? <laughs> Alright, we're gonna alright. Yeah, we're gonna lose we're gonna lose a lot of listeners. Oh, it's fine. But I'm sorry. Thank y'all for for <laughs> allowing us to to be little children for a minute. But that was hilarious. No, that was hilarious. I'm almost forty years uh, old and I'm I'm I not laughed laugh like crying minute, because dude. of a voice. Oh God! <laughs> and then the more I laughed, it was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which made it made me laugh even more. And then Josh over there laughing, and his laugh sounded more like chipmunk. He was when that's just my normal laugh. <laughs> that was crazy. But we're gonna jump right into this episode, and we started it off by saying, "Do you know the Muffin Man?" The Muffin Man? No, I'm not gonna do that. Come on, man! All right, so check this out. You know that nursery rhyme about the muffin man who lives on Drury Lane? Do you? I do know it. Turns out it's got a dark twist. As they do. Yep. Before Jack the Ripper, there was this dude, Frederick Thomas Linwood, also known as the Drury Lane Dicer or the Muffin Man. The Drury Lane Dicer. Yep. This guy was no joke. Believed to be England's first serial killer way back in the late 1500s. Hmm. The first Serial killer. It's crazy. So picture this. The Muffin Man living on Drury Lane. I wish I could I could press the button. Um, he was luring kids with muffins on a string. It's said that he killed 15 children this way. And get this. He also took out seven rival pastry chefs. <laughs> Wait that's a, wait right. A rival pastry chef. That's my right. Second. That's right. You <laughs> pastry chef gang. Hey, hey, you're strudel, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> I'm, you out. I, I'm just picturing. He, he used the voice for that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm just picturing a uh, kid out on the street seeing a muffin on a string. Of course, you would laugh <gasps> at that. No, I, I think that's sad. You gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> you almost got it. <laughs> now you're gutted. Stop with that sound effect, dude. You're oh, dude, killing me. Every time. I can't finish this episode if we do that. All right. So he took out seven pastry chefs. <laughs> right? How? Using a sharpened wooden spoon, among other things. A shank. This, this a dude shank. is wild. Yeah. So it's like something out of a horror movie, but it's real. Eli history. Roth, where are you or, at, man? It's debated history, but it's real history to me. He just came okay. out with Thanksgiving. Yeah. He needs to come out with Muffin Man. That's right. So years later, when dementia hit, Frederick started baking some seriously messed up pastries. Yeah. <laughs> 
God. <laughs> like, uh, how messed up, Shane? <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you, like glazed pagan. And- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and arsenic a- apple crisp. <laughs> arsenic apple crisp. That's right. I love it. Yeah. So despite his twisted menu, he kept his business running until he died. And his death, man, it's as bizarre as his life. He choked on a dumpling after trying to <laughs> smash a cockroach with his fork. What? What? Yeah. yeah. Then they say his neighbor tried to save him. Why? With leeches. But, it was, but it was too late. Why? What? Again, I say that this is a real story, but this is, I believe, folklore that's been like Dang, passed down. Man. But we're still going to act like it's real. Okay? Yeah, because I right. Think if it was real, it's a pretty effed up story. It's right. amazing. So Frederick's story doesn't end there. All right. He's buried under what used to be a British church. <laughs> and later, <laughs> I don't know if I could continue. <laughs> and later, a McDonald's. <laughs> Where they still continue as arsenic apple crisps. <laughs> The land's the land's been through a lot, including a department store that mysteriously burned down. Dang, yeah, cursed from the muffin man. Yeah. Now there's talk about building a stadium for the World Cup there. How much am I making up right now? It's up to you to decide. Oh, dang! Now I believe a, it all. Here, now here's a twist: the Hansel and Gretel story mm-hmm. was supposedly inspired. By Frederick's notorious deeds. Really? Yeah. As for the Muffin Man nursery rhyme, it was originally a warning to kids about this killer, or so they say anyway, helping them identify and report him. <laughs> but remember, all this stuff about the Muffin Man is more legend than fact. But I don't okay. want it to be that way. I know. It's kind of like an urban mi- uh, urban myth mixed with historical rumors. So next time you hear, do you know the Muffin Man? Remember, don't remember the voice that you just heard. Yeah. (laughs) Remember, there's a creepy story hiding behind those innocent sounding lyrics. All right. Well, it's wild how those old tales. Nearly have all such of dark them. Dark origins. Yeah, nearly all of them. And do. We're, we're about to talk about some more. Oh all right? man. Yeah. So you probably had a question. Are there more dark meanings behind these harmless <laughs> rhymes? Well, Shane, that is exactly what I was wondering. <laughs> hey, wait one second. Up, oh, up. Oh, we got to stop. The White Hart Public House. Yep. W h y t e h a r t Public House has been the name of pubs at the corner of Drury Lane and Get Drury Lane it, and High Holborn for centuries. And that's where they think where his stomping grounds were. Mm-hmm. The White Hart pub is still open. You could still go there. Oh, you want to go? Dang, and it's yes, been like dude. It's been called the White Hart Public House for centuries. We're going to get to the bottom of this. I need to see. Anyways, I need to see a muffin on a string. <laughs> If you're in London, you can go to the Muffin Man's real. old shanking grounds. <laughs> shanking grounds. We need we need to go just for that's amazing. Just, just to tell that story to people and take people along. Yeah, dude. Just to yeah. tell them the story. It's, I think that'd be pretty cool. Mysterious Adventures Tours. We got a new stop for you. I want to take this moment real quick before we go into the other nursery rhymes. Our sponsor for season two is Horn Paranormal. Oh, yeah. Horn Paranormal. And he's wearing the shirt. They are the ones that make our giveaways every month a reality. So the SLSs that we give, the uh, really cool paranormal equipment, all comes from Horn Paranormal. And you can get a lot of their stuff on our website at searchersbelieve.com forward slash or slash shop because Mandy says that we age ourselves. (laughs) But it's actually forward slash. It's forward slash. Nobody's Um, typing a backslash. Ma'am, I will die on this hill, okay? (laughs) So it's searchersbelieve.com slash shop. 
Okay. You can go there and you can check out all of his different types of gear that we have on the website. And if you don't find what you're looking for there, you can go to hornparanormal.com. They have some cool stuff on their website. We are so happy to have them as our sponsor for season two. These are really genuine, hardworking people, and we're proud that they're a sponsor. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can come across people in your lives that you're like, man, these people are the real deal. Those two? It's them. They've been through a lot of hardship, a lot of things in their lives, and they always have this positive positive to be able to sit here today and be as positive as they are yeah they are awesome i'm proud to have them as sponsors so absolutely horn paranormal go check them out let's get back into the episode i know i need some muffins oh my god (laughs) let me get the muffins All right, so let's get into this Merry, Merry, Quite Contrary nursery rhyme. Oh, God. It's not just a cute little song for kids, man. It's not. Why? I don't know, but it's not. There's some dark (laughs) historical stuff potentially packed in there. So we're talking about Queen Mary the first of England. Mandy, you ought to love this. Oh, yeah. So she's also known as what? Bloody Mary. Yep. Right? And let me tell you, the name fits. All right. She was a savage. Yeah. So, oh God. So the theory goes like this. The garden in the rhyme, that's not about flowers and sunshine. It's about graveyards filled with the victims of Mary's brutal reign. She was notorious for executing Protestants, and it was no small number either at all. We're talking about hundreds of people she slaughtered. Rude. Yeah. We're letting our kids <laughs> listen okay. to this. Then you've got these silver bells and cockle shells. <laughs> What were those again? <laughs> these, these mo- oh my god! What did he say? It's like I'm dealing with a twelve year old. You were just laughing like a twelve year old. No, I was laughing like a twelve year old. But if you heard the if you heard the sound coming through my my headset, you would have laughed. That's true. Oh, you heard it's it. pretty hilarious. We got Michael, our camera guy over here, and he's like, and he's "Please like, hurry the wrong, hell up! What is wrong with these people? <laughs> Please hurry up! I got to get home. This is a late day." We'll go back to it. So these lyrics and everything might sound innocent, you know, the cockle shells and all that stuff. But some people think... (laughs) What are cockle shells? I don't know. But some people think they're actually symbols for torture devices. Producer Mandy, can you look that up for us? Yeah, look it up. Cockle shells? Yeah. Cockle shells. I don't want this in my history. (laughs) Oh, it's it's like um, oysters. Okay. So like the shells that you find on the beach. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Tracking. So, yeah. so so whenever they're saying these things in the rhymes, people are thinking that there are other names for like torture devices. Okay. That's right. So tools used to inflict pain and suffering during yes. Mary's quest to return to England or to return England to Catholicism. Oh, uh, okay. Right. And the pretty maids all in a row, you know, that yeah. that portion of it. Some say that's a reference to guillotines, which as you mm-hmm. can guess, were not used for trimming hedges. <laughs> And they were used for trimming head <laughs> Yeah, heads. <laughs> but here's where it gets more complex. All right. Another angle is that this rhyme is actually an allegory for the uh, the Catholic religion itself. The silver bells could be the bells used in Catholic mass. Okay. The cockle shells might symbolize pilgrim badges. And the pretty maids, they could be nuns. Not that interesting, but still interesting. Not as interesting now, as some, the muffin man. No, some people like the folks at Grunge think the rhyme is about Mary the first reign, focusing on her notorious torture and execution of Anglican Protestants. I mean, it is Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Yep. Mary was on a mission to roll back her dad, which was Henry VIII's establishment of the Church of England, and bring back Catholicism. So but she just did not like that, huh? No, but her methods, though, they were brutal, to say the least. All right. So another one. 
So uh, ring a ring of roses or oh, ring we, around the rosy. This one is yeah. Ring a ring of roses or ring around the rosy is one of those nursery rhymes that seems all fun and games until you hear about the dark backstory yep. behind it all. So there's this theory, right, that is actually about the Great Plague yep. of London or the Black Death. It's heavy stuff. And I'm pretty sure this one's like accurate. So picture this: ring a ring of roses. That could be about the red. What the red rash that was yeah, one of the it was plagues. A ring. Yeah, it was one of the plague's first symptoms. Then you have a pocket full of posies, and uh, back then people carried flowers or herbs, thinking mm-hmm. that they could either ward off the disease or at least deal with the smell of death that was all around them. Man, so it's not the, this nursery rhyme stuff. It's dark. I always stuff. view this as they were teaching their kids back yeah. then to be able how to identify how to identify as a plague. Yeah, yeah, but 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 even still, like you think about sometimes on the surface you think things that look innocent are, are not cute. innocent yeah. at all and like there's sometimes hidden ma- meanings behind them like how much more like even in modern oh, society everything how much more man, is hidden yeah that you know is packaged into a deal of oh this is nothing this is fine yeah. and then if you look a little bit deeper it's like oh shit there's more than meets the eye yep. with all of this uh, like we were talking about before we press record on the podcast about these um ufo out the, in miami these ufo UFO um, sightings and things like that. What if what if we're getting little glimpses of like information that on the surface we're like, okay, this is kind of cool. This is strange, but it's, it's kind of cool. But there's a really more intense message yeah, behind yeah. it all. There's something even more nefarious going on, despite what we're seeing. We we think it's odd and mysterious now, but what if there's more to it than what meets the eye? All of this stuff, it gets darker, right? The ashes, ashes or tissue in some versions, that might be the sneezing from the plague or the burning of bodies in this story. And the line, we all fall down, uh, that's likely about the staggering number of people who died yeah. as a result of the plague. Now, not everyone's on board with this interpretation, like there's oh, like. With everything, there's people that that say, okay, I don't think that's what it means. Some historians and folklorists think the rhyme predates the plagues, that it's just an innocent children's song. That yeah. Yeah, a song that genuinely would make no sense otherwise. Well, well they so. they don't think there's any sinister meaning behind it. But man, when you think about the plague angle, it really changes the way you hear it. Like I mean, going forward, it changes I don't think how you, you interpret the song. I don't think people yeah. really understand that back in the day, there wasn't a lot of good things like we have today. Like people were always dying. Yeah. And, and early, yeah. early deaths. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I mean, there are advancements back then. There weren't halfway near of what we have today. Oh, no, not even close. So you can imagine even something as, what is it? Um, dysentery yeah. killed people. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. or just, a common cold just, can kill just, people. Just a common case of diarrhea will take you out for the count. <laughs> yeah. You know, who says I don't have diarrhea? Oh, good God! All right, he's not. He's not drunk. Everybody, it's this a, is he's an office. It's fan. an episode of The Office. I know. Uh, <laughs> who says I'm not diarrhea? That's funny. God, that's my life. I love oh, it, man. I don't you? So don't much. you? Don't. The, our dynamic is crazy. Like sometimes <laughs> I'll laugh at things he won't laugh at, and then he laughs at himself. And most times yeah. I'm like, uh, uh, "What?" But sometimes I do laugh at him. It yeah. just depends. He throws me off. I think the dynamic works. What do you? I'm think? a mixed bag. Yeah. If it doesn't work, we've been we've been like I, I would think it we've works been at this point. Like best friends for how long yeah. now? 
Yeah, long time. Long, long time. Anyway, segue real quick. For those that maybe you're new to the podcast, we're starting a new business, Lights yeah. Out Industries. It's a video production. Yep. We'll take your ideas. Endeavor, and we'll uh, take your ideas and bring make them, them cool. alive for you. Yeah. Make them cooler. Make them cooler. cooler. All right. So let's jump back into the podcast. So what's fascinating. what's fascinating here about these nursery <laughs> rhymes, they're like a window into history, right? Yeah. They're not just songs for kids. They've got layers, man. Layers that reveal the complexities and the darker aspects of our past. And I think we, and you know, I was talking to Michael about this earlier. It's like, you know, sometimes we try to erase certain parts of our history. Yeah, absolutely. But I, but I think that's the wrong move because it teaches us in a lot of ways. Oh yeah. And yeah, a lot of our history is horrible. <laughs> and it's something that I hope some aspects of it, I hope uh, it never happens again. Uh, absolutely. But the only way we can ensure that is by remembering it. You got to remember it so you don't repeat it. Exactly. And, and it's it's one of those things. It's, it's a fine line. You don't glorify some of these things in the past either. Like I know some people glorify it. So we need to get back to it. I, I don't I don't have that <laughs> stance at all. I, the thing is, though, is I, I do think that the history is important. And I think yeah. it's something that you need to look back on and say, OK, this is how far we've come as well. And this is what we can do differently to make sure that this stuff never happens again. I mean, nearly yeah. everything is rooted in truth. Yeah. Or a level of it. A yeah, level of it. Sure. And, you know, we just got to figure out what that is. It, it, it's wild to me, man, how something so seemingly simple can actually be a reflection of some pretty intense historical yeah. events. Crazy stuff. That is some of the stories. I wanted to give some of the stories. The Muffin Man. The of Muffin course. Man. And thank you again to Mandy for pointing out that story. <laughs> That's an awesome one. And sending me, of course, we're hip with the time. Are we hip with the young people right now? Like we're on the TikTok. Is that where I'm saying? You called it the TikTok. We're on the TikTok. We we listen to the Tickle Talks. We're on the Talk Tick right now. And uh, we use we're down shop. Yeah, that's right. We're down with it. Yeah, we're down with it. We're hip. I'm so mortified. Yeah. (laughs) Searchersbelieve.com slash slash. (laughs) shop. My gosh. We used to be cool, man. What happened? <laughs> we, we, we old, bro. Now we laugh at like weird. Did you? Did you though? Did you really? Hey, hey, I'll, you don't know me. You, <laughs> you can ask the handful of handful. You can ask the handful of people. I can get you at least three people that thought I was cool. I'll send them your way, and none of them were They're your probably wife. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I think you're cool. Yeah, you have to yeah, say that. I, you're I, you're I can, legally, you're legally obligated. <laughs> you're she legally obligated. So cool. But anyway, thank y'all for listening to this podcast for our rambling, for our laughing. <laughs> but again, we just want to have fun on this podcast. It's, it's not it's ever, all about. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but you know, it's something where we want y'all to feel comfortable and laugh too and Absolutely. have a good time. That's why sometimes we act ridiculous, but I think it's I think it's funny. We need more laughter, man. There's This world is full of crap sometimes. There's a lot of sadness, depression and stuff, and we need to just let loose sometimes you know, and laugh about stuff. If that's the one thing we can say about this podcast is that anytime we have ever recorded this podcast, we laugh. Yeah. And, and we need it, man, because we need I, I know all of you out there, you may need it at times, but man, we go through our weeks and we, oh, have, absolutely. we have busy schedules and stuff and we really need this as well. <laughs> yeah. This is for us too, because it's therapeutic. Oh, it is. Way, it is. You know? But we appreciate y'all coming along for the journey. We uh, Y'all mean more to us than you know. Yeah. And, uh, we really do appreciate y'all being here. And uh, until the next episode, talk to y'all later. Love ya.